0: To our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody, welcome to Parenting by the Pint. My name is Kara, and this is my lovely co host, Lauren. <laughs> Hello. And we are two women who have five kids between us that live in a Chicago suburb that like to get together and talk about our favorite breweries mm-hmm. and some of their lovely beers. And spend some time talking about stories about our kids, our travels, our activities, pop culture. All
1: kinds of things.
0: Anything <laughs> that comes to mind. Um, and tonight is no exception. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about a brewery that I can't believe we haven't hit yet. Um, I know. On the podcast. So
1: so close.
0: So close, yeah, <laughs> that you could literally hit with a stone from here almost. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about Hailstorm Brewing. And Lauren's going to give you a bunch of fun info about them. But I don't usually talk that much about the brewery when we have our (laughs) episodes. And I wanted to share a little personal story about Ah. Hailstorm um, that would resonate with anyone in our little Chicago craft beer group that we're a part of. If Mm -hmm. any of you are listening, (laughs) this story probably will sound somewhat familiar. A couple years back, I really, really wanted a beer that Hailstorm makes quite regularly. Um... Uh, barrel-aged Vlad, which is Mm -hmm. a Russian imperial stout that um, they barrel-age and put adjuncts in. And the one that I really wanted was raspberry Vlad. And so I was dead set on getting it. But when you have small children, going to a brewery and standing in line is like next to impossible. And so I kind of lost hope in the possibility of going. But I begged this employee at my job uh, to go stand in line on my mm-hmm. behalf. He lives very close by and was like, for some odd reason, really cool with the idea. <laughs> and so he shows up to the release. And obviously beer releases aren't like this at this point in time. But normally a beer release for a really popular beer. Pre, uh, pre- pre-2020. Pre-apocalyptic <laughs> world we currently yeah. live in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you would you would go stand in line an hour or two hours, three hours before the beer would be released. Mm -hmm. And then when your turn would roll around, you would be able to buy whatever the maximum number bottles or cans or whatever it was available. So this was no exception and hailstorms very popular and there's always a line and they don't always, always sell out immediately, but they come pretty close most of the time. So he goes over there, he brings his little, chair his lawn chair (laughs) and uh, you know he gets a spot and they gave him a wristband um, Mm -hmm. and he sits down and he starts to read a book that he brought (laughs) with him and he got a little bit of heat for bringing a book (laughs) to the beer line um and i thought it was weird and i you know thought yeah. i was like well that sucks why would beer people make fun of you beer people are so loving and warm and right <laughs> welcoming and friendly you know they're not like other kinds of snobs <laughs> which is a total lie in case yeah, you don't no, know total lie. Uh, sarcasm dripping just with sarcasm like everybody else yeah. uh we're judging you all the time on your beer taste uh, mm-hmm. that just happens to be our niche um <laughs> And they just gave him grief about reading about this reading book. About reading a book, huh. and it went. I posted it in the beer group, and everybody kind of made jokes, and it, it turned into this very light light hearted yeah. joking conversation. And um, and people afterward, every once in a while, would post about a hailstorm release, and they would be like, "Is the book club going to meet club? at this one? What's the book we need to be ready to read? <laughs> ready to discuss?"
1: <laughs> I would totally be the one sitting in a line reading a book. Like, I that mean, is so not out I of mean, the realm of possibility. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Especially if I was by myself. Like... Yeah. Well, you know, I,
0: it yeah. was a nice day out. It wasn't mm-hmm. like it was raining or cold. Yeah. Or it was just kind of a mild day. Sit in his chair, read his book, leave that, the guy alone. <laughs> that was all he wanted to do. And he got, you know, got riled about it. Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, there's definitely... There's there's some... uh judgy people in every group and uh they come out in droves for releases and events and things so i think
0: that the (laughs) negative reaction was based on the fact that they thought he would want to socialize with everybody there and also Uh, occasionally people will share beer in line
1: sure oh for sure
0: yeah which is technically frowned upon by villages and breweries most people do it, do it anyway. Anyways, yeah um so i think that that was sort of why they that's were, fair hey man yeah. you're not I mean, gonna have a beer with us you're just gonna sit by yourself like
1: i don't generally like people so you know i'm yeah, good with that this is
0: my alone time <laughs> it doesn't look that way to the outside world but if i came to a beer release on a saturday morning Without my
1: kids, by myself, I would totally bring this a, a lawn chair and read my book and wait for my beer. That actually sounds fantastic. I I'd be good I with do that. that. Right now, right? Yeah. Well, Go. not right now because I really yeah, want to do but, this. But like, yeah, no, I would totally be down for that. Yeah. <laughs> next, <laughs> okay. Next beer release, twenty twenty two, or whenever we can do <laughs> this again. <laughs> So Anyways, let's, let's so open that's your, one of these. Yeah. yeah, that's
0: my little fun. My fun fact about hailstorm, which is not even really my fun fact because it happened to my coworker, not me. True. Um, huh? But yeah, yeah.
1: Man, they overfill their cans. Do you, yeah, like it's just a thing they do. <laughs> yeah. But um. I mean, all yeah. right, hailstorm. So Tinley Park, southwest suburbs. I used to live. I mean, like. Minutes Five away minutes from, this place. from there, my yeah, my previous house. Um, so one of the mm-hmm. co-owners, head brewer's um, grandfather, actually came from Hungary, was a barrel cooper, brought some barrels over with him, started growing grapes, making his own wine here. His son, which was Banbury's dad, wound up home brewing, um, and then he took up home brewing. And in 2014, him and Chris, who was the other owner, uh, decided to turn it into a profession. Um, so they haven't been open that long, 2014, Um, but it's grown into a household name in this in the suburbs for sure absolutely um they've done collabs with a bunch of not a bunch but a handful of local and midwest breweries i think transient they did one with um some other breweries they've definitely uh gained notoriety in 2017 they had a gold medal ipa at the great american beer fest like they've done a lot in the you know six short years they've been open um they self-distribute they self-market so you're not going to get this all over the place you're pretty much going to get it in illinois and probably relatively local um so one of actually the co-founder decided i think last month he announced that he was actually selling his ownership and leaving to go to colorado to head up uh wiley roots i don't know if head up but be a gm out there um so he cited uh Differences in growth philosophies of the brewery as his reasons for kind of, um, branching out, moving on. I'm sure Colorado is beautiful. Um, so that's a good enough reason to leave Illinois for me, but Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, I would leave because of environment, I think, but I think, you know, Hey man, we talk about how breweries are run from the business, business Mm -hmm. perspective all the time. Um, outside of the podcast, we don't talk a lot about it, about it in here, but, um, you know, I can definitely see that happening with partnerships mm-hmm. and a business relationship.
1: Yeah, you know, if one person's, um, you know, debt averse versus someone who's a little bit more risk averse and, you know, capital and things like that. And, you know, you kind of have to have a similar mindset with the people you're working with, especially when it's a 50-50 partnership, then, you know, it's it's hard to either be frustrated that you're not doing something or be the reason that the other person is holding it up. So um seems like he's moving on, uh, you know, Congrats! Hey, good good luck. luck to him. Yeah, and, good luck to him, and uh, good luck to Hailstorm. Yeah, for sure. So who knows? Who knows what what's going to happen? Um, but so Hailstorm also has a kitchen. They've got rotating beers on tap. They have a new menu every week. Their cans even give the tap room days and kitchen days that they're open, which I just noticed actually. That's so cool. Tap room open Tuesday through Sunday. Kitchen open Wednesday through Sunday. In case you're wondering, just look at the can. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so just a little bit a little bit about Hailstorm there and like an industrial park like everybody else in the suburbs is Uh,
0: (laughs) yeah that's such a common a commonality in the suburbs of chicago that all the breweries are in little industrial i don't think it's just a chicago thing either because Mm -hmm. i even remember when you were going to be going to la we were talking about breweries yeah and there were a couple Mm -hmm. that i had looked up that were like right down the road from each other in the same industrial industrial park
1: yeah no it makes sense cheap uh cheap rent probably comparatively and open buildings that they need for their equipment. And it's not like you need a, um, a lot of them don't have kitchens, So actually this one, uh, does, but all right. So we are going to start by drinking forklift training, key lime cheesecake inspired pastry sour. I have not had this beer. Me neither. So, um, let's give it a, let's give let's it a shot it here. A good. Good go. Mm. It smells good. It smells like cheesecake. It does. It smells more right? cheesecake than lime, but it's got a little bit of that. I get a hint citrusy. of citrusy.
0: Yeah, yeah. More citrusy. It definitely maybe than smells like lime. cheesecake.
1: You get the milk sugar and the vanilla in the in the aroma.
0: Did you say vanilla? I know. <laughs> I feel like we should ring a bell every time somebody says vanilla. Ding! Take a drink. <laughs>
1: I think it comes out because of the cheesecake. Like that's what's making that cheesecake flavor and aroma. But
0: wow, I mean, this tastes exactly this like tastes cheesecake. Like
1: cheesecake, it totally does. Huh. I've
0: never. I I don't know if I've ever had a cheesecake flavored beer before. And I this I, it's so yeah. this is different than like the Keyline Pie beers we've had. Like no, I think this we've is had different. two on the podcast, but like mm-hmm. um. And with those, you get like that, the graham cracker and then the lime flavor. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the sweetness like a vanilla or like a richer flavor or something like that.
1: Yeah. But this... This is different than anything I've has, had that's key lime.
0: It tastes like the cream cheese.
1: Yeah, it tastes like cheesecake. cheesecake. I've had a couple of cheesecake beers. Um, they haven't been sours. They've been cream ales, which is not my favorite. Well, I think think that's
0: an understatement. They're your least favorite.
1: (laughs) But the cheesecake builds it up a little bit, but it's a very different taste than this one is. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like this one. I feel like I'm not getting... So I'm super picky about my key lime. Like, I want that tart key lime. It's got lime, but it's not. It's close, but it's
0: not quite. And I know when we were talking about what beers to drink, we had a third option. Mm -hmm. And I could tell when Lauren was, like, holding the cans (laughs) in her hands that she wanted to drink the key lime cheesecake. She wanted to drink it, but she was so worried. (laughs) I could see the worry in her eyes. I don't want to
1: be disappointed by my key lime. Like, key lime is one of my favorite, like, citrusy flavors. I love key lime pie. Like, I love, you know, it reminds me of the Keys, Florida. Like, it's just, maybe it's a good memory for me. I don't know. Um, But this is very good. I don't get key lime as much as I get the cheesecake, um i get a little bit of lime not it's
0: got a tiny tart yeah. but it's also a sour so like that yeah. comes through with that mm-hmm. too it's not an over the lime is definitely not yeah. the overwhelming flavor yeah
1: it's i would have liked a little cheesecake. bit more of the key lime flavor but the cheesecake piece of it that it's dead on yeah so definitely this is, it's good i mean i like it I i'm just like you know.
0: it but i would put this beer in one of those categories where I would share a can with somebody. Yeah, beer going to
1: sit and drink it.
0: I don't know if I could drink a whole can of this. Um I don't know. I I'm not a big cheesecake fan mm. in general. Okay. And it's it's mostly the flavor. It just like the balance of flavors in cheesecake kinda just doesn't I just yeah. don't okay. love it. Yeah. Um so I For like you. this is yeah. <laughs> very interesting and like I said before, I don't know that I've ever had a cheesecake flavored beer before, so mm-hmm. I that's very intriguing to me.
1: This is one of my favorites of the handful of cheesecake beers that I have had, hmm. um, so I will say that. Yeah. So this is definitely good. Forklift training, interesting name. Um. <laughs> yeah,
0: I wonder what the story behind it is. I know. I feel like I need to find. Have you them. ever seen that German? forklift safety video where it's like it's like a joke about forklift training but it's like make sure you check the mirror before you go around the corner and then the guy like drives the forklift lift into someone and it literally goes through their body and like blood shoots oh, out everywhere. No, I have not seen this. It's extremely graphic. <laughs> all right. All um right. it's a joke, of course. But it course. actually does hit on all the like main the points safety. of being safe yeah. while driving a forklift. Just in the
1: negative way. This actually does say important enjoy only after forklift training is over. I think that's can. respectable. Yeah. <laughs> I would I agree like with it. that statement. Oh, if you like cheesecake, and <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's got a little bit of lime, but mostly on the cheesecake and it's got that little bit of heart uh I, I i enjoy this one actually so um this is probably my f- my might be my favorite key lime flavored beer that we've had we've had i've had three or four um of them seems to be popular all yeah of a sudden. i
0: mean i think we had a microphone we did and then i think we had that um whiskey hill whiskey hill mm-hmm. yeah. i've had
1: another one outside of of us uh i don't remember exactly what it was it was a sour as well, but it wasn't cheesecake. It was key lime something. So this one, this one, I I like. I would sit and drink this. So all That's right, it's
0: good. That's good. Well, thanks for sharing
1: that with me, Lauren. <laughs> all right, and all right. So what what are we talking about tonight?
0: Well, uh, you know, just like every week when we get together, and and you go online and you read all this information about breweries, that inspired me to suggest that we talk <laughs> about homework because uh, you're such you're so good at your homework. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and uh, and I try to do my homework for the podcast. My homework is usually kind of prepping for this part of the sure, conversation. Sure. Um and i actually did pretty well tonight i did a lot of research (laughs) yeah on you know research i did a lot of uh of searching (laughs) for memories (laughs) and things like that um and what i think we discussed is that we were going to talk a little bit about our homework habits and how Mm -hmm. we grew up you know just like we always do we kind of talk about our personal experience and then how we've how that's influenced our children and how their experiences um and even though I joke about not doing a good job at my homework uh, for the podcast, <laughs> um, you guys, I do plenty of stuff. Um, <laughs> you're going to learn about a lot of it soon because right. we've got more to bring to sure, you guys. Sure. Um, but um, I was a really good student growing up, almost all the time. I mean, even through college, I was never like a pull an all-nighter type person. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, Not to say I didn't wait. Till the last estimate. minute yeah. per mm-hmm. se, but I never waited so long that I had to like stay up all night to finish something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I only use that as an example because I think that it it basically describes most of my like childhood homework habits. I, you know, was pretty, pretty on top of consistent things. with homework. And I was one of those kids who was like pretty smart, but definitely needed to study to do well on like tests and things like that so for me homework was a good way for me to do that gotcha um yeah. and be successful in school mm-hmm. i did hate coloring though <laughs> i remember being in first grade i don't, were you in were we in first grade no together? different did you first have grade no Mm -mm. No. (laughs) She just assigned a lot of coloring. I like specifically remember it from when I was seven years old. And at some point during the school year I remember saying to my mother, I'm not doing this anymore. (laughs) And my mom started like coloring one of my color sheets. Um and I was just like, No, 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 no. no. no, no. Nobody is doing it. We're not doing this. I'm not learning anything from coloring in this fan. Like, we're just gonna leave it.
1: Yeah. I don't think my kids have any coloring homework. Right? That's not something that they're. Coloring homework? The twins are in first grade right now. They have no coloring. My
0: six year old's in first grade. And I mean, he does some drawings. And then, like, he'll write a story about a drawing. I don't know if your kids are doing that. But, you know, like, he showed me a drawing today. Yes. That was our whole family making pancakes together. And he had the pancakes on the stove like on the skillet Mm -hmm. and then on the griddle and then he's making them and then my older son is next to him and then i was next to the older son but for some reason we were all the same height (laughs) although he apologized he was like i'm sorry i didn't make you taller (laughs) um and then my husband was very tall he took all the height for everyone (laughs) he saved all the height for my husband there you go which makes sense because he is very tall. tall yeah um and then the table was next to my husband, and it had pancakes on it uh, as well. Okay. And then he colored them in and was like, this is the syrup.
1: Oh, wow. Um, very detailed. Yes.
0: <laughs> so he's a very good student to kind of bridge over into my children. My six-year-old is a really good student. Okay. Even during this current situation where mm-hmm. they're doing schoolwork on their computers or they're like taking a picture of something yes. and posting it or like working from home, essentially, mm-hmm. yeah. he's very good at it. He handles it very well. It's good. Um my nine year old so is not like he's he would be very upset with me for saying this, but he is a slacker. <laughs> he does not want to do homework. Uh. And Sometimes it's because he already understands the concept and he doesn't want to pursue it further.
1: Yeah. And
0: sometimes it's that if he didn't finish it while he was in school, He's he doesn't want to work he on doesn't it want to now. work on it
1: after. Yeah.
0: And that's his attitude. And like I I try to like emphasize to him that like you know, take your time and get questions right and finish your work and mm-hmm. and like like, take pride in what you're presenting. And, and, you know, don't you want to get a good grade on this? Right. And he's just like, well, 75 mm. is passing. 75 <laughs> is fine. And I'm just like,
1: it's not, not I've never gotten you a 75. To, yeah.
0: Like, I, I don't even know how to.
1: <laughs> yeah, I um. The twins are in a hybrid situation now, so they're in school two days and at home three, which is way worse than either being all oh, in school really? or. Don't say that. Totally worse because think about it. So on one of mm. on two of the days during the week, the teacher is in class with the students that are in person. But what are the kids at home supposed to do? Their parents are supposed to walk through literally assignment by assignment with them because there's no teacher
0: is that how it's going yes so our school board meeting is tomorrow and i'm going to it i'm mm-hmm. like actually not going into work so that mm-hmm. i can go to the school board meeting mm-hmm. it's not like i'm going to make a difference but i want to go and get- you
1: should ask what is their day going to look like if they do hybrid on the days that they are home
0: that is see now here's the thing the school district posted on facebook yesterday like some technological tip
1: mm-hmm. about
0: what hybrid learning is going to be like and i got the impression from it that they expect the kids going to school mm-hmm. to bring the laptop or the tablet and mm-hmm. that they will continue to use it for for their work and that the teacher is going to be presenting virtually and in person at the at same, same time.
1: time interesting i think that's, that's not how ours is at all they're using their computers at school as well to do their assignments and the at home people get one hour ish of like break time and lunch time when the teacher's not teaching in person to like check in with the people at home but the rest of the day they're on their own
0: oh so i don't like that at all
1: i don't know i don't think either option is is good
0: (laughs) my mom does like at least one day a week right now.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know how she would be able to handle like the e learning days if she was home if she was with them on the e learning days because and it's it's not that she can't handle my kids. It no. has nothing to do with no. that. It's just I feel like I can barely keep up with the technology mm-hmm. and I'm very tech savvy. Oh for sure. Yeah. Um but to master that along with helping my child, along with Actually also helping it, them do it, the work, yeah.
1: is it's a disaster we difficult i feel like i have more homework checking that they've completed their assignments on google classroom checking that they have whatever they need going back through did you did you take a picture and email this in because i can't trust that my six-year-old took a picture this says it's incomplete did you actually did you actually or so like I think I have more homework the way things are going. Right. Double checking my children to make sure that they're actually doing everything because they're not in school. They're on their computer. Did they check the turned in assignment button? Like, did they? That is something my nine year old misses consistently, which totally sucks because he has like
0: all these drafts sometimes. Right. Yeah. He did not submit. Ten assignments last week that oh he was gosh. supposed to submit, and so we basically spent the three-day weekend like, going through. So I had what to like you miss? Yeah. relocate him because he's not focusing in his room. We um, put both our kids in their own rooms because we thought privacy. Sure. They have desks. Yep. We thought this is the perfect solution. Mm-hmm. You know, we got them all set up with the yeah. pl- everything's plugged in, and there's a light over the desk. It's like perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just like runs around his room and plays with Pokemon cards. Yeah,
1: so he's totally not He's getting doing yeah, what he's not, not working be doing. for him.
0: So we brought him the teacher sent me an email oh. and was like, It's you know, he's, he's missing, missing all this work. Yeah. He's not finishing any of his work. Oh, and so I moved him to our kitchen table mm-hmm. and I put a headset on him mm-hmm. and I sit with him periodically throughout the day, or my husband does, or even my mom sure. does to just sort of like check with him and my mom told me this hilarious story um she so she was like oh he's doing great you know he's sitting at his Mm -hmm. at the table he's participating in class Mm -hmm. he's doing his work you know and she's like, I was basically in the room with him pretty much the entire day, except for at some point I went to get clothes that I had put in the dryer sure. out. Yeah. And I brought them upstairs. Doing laundry. Yeah. Yeah. My mother is a blessing because she catches the kids' laundry up every time she comes yeah, over. It's fantastic. But like, don't do laundry when my mom's not around i'm just like nah it's not that full she'll be here tomorrow like i'm so lazy about laundry i'm bad at my laundry homework there you go um (laughs) but um she was like i went upstairs for like two or three minutes i brought laundry up i came back down and he was wearing his halloween costume (laughs) and i'm like wait a second so like three four minutes go by before you went upstairs no halloween costume come back sitting down at the table with the headset on <laughs> come back downstairs halloween costume <laughs> sitting at the table with the headset on and she was like yeah
1: okay and i was just like Whatever. man oh man <laughs> yeah.
0: that is great
1: <laughs> well that's like my um my oldest who's uh so my oldest he's eight he's autistic and not very verbal we let them all pick out their Halloween costumes so we're getting ready for school one day and he's dressed and I'm like making eggs or something for breakfast and he walks into the kitchen I turn around and he picked out a banana costume for Halloween and he's just walking around in his banana costume just like Living nice. his best banana life. Like, that just wandering around. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> my
0: like, son yeah. is going to be a SWAT member. Oh, okay. Which is not my favorite thing in the whole world. Because mm. um, it's a bit aggressive and I'm kind of like pretty non-aggressive. Yeah. But, you know, he... It's Halloween.
1: I get it. Like yeah. He
0: looks at it from the perspective of like somebody who like captures bad guys. Sure. You know, yeah, and no, which I can totally get behind. That's cool. Yep um and i have no problem with him being whoever he wants to sure. be for halloween yeah,
1: i don't care um,
0: but the costume is pretty complex it's got like all these little attachments like mm. it's like a batman suit mm-hmm. um and he's got it all like it's all <laughs> on it's got the hat and he's just like got the handcuffs and like he's just like ready I, to but you know
1: what if he's if he's still listening and paying attention i don't care honestly, what you wear he can wear the banana costume <laughs> right, i exactly. really don't mind don't care don't it's care totally at all fine yeah, our, uh, I feel like the twins are, they, they, they don't have a ton of homework yet. You know, they're six, they're in first grade. So, But they do, it's not like they don't have any homework. Um, it's, th- they have writing, more writing, I feel like, than I would remember in first grade. Granted, I barely yeah, remember same. first grade. But a lot of writing, no coloring, um, you know, math that is conceptual at this point and other miscellaneous things so you know sometimes they have videos to watch i feel like like i was saying on the days that they're home you know i feel like there's a lot on our plates to try and get done it feels like homework Mm. because there's no one else to walk them through it besides us so it's not like there's a you know and i can't trust a six-year-old to like go through this slide and click on this link and watch yeah. this video, then do this worksheet. Like they can't even read all those directions. So, wow. <laughs>
0: well, I will say that my other hope is that both of my kids have like co-teachers mm. that, so they have two teachers. Oh, ours do not. That's yeah. just one teacher. Um, so it is possible mm. that on the home days, one of them is with.
1: Th- that would be ideal. Yeah. It's going to be really hard to try and teach two people in front of you, and teach I to don't, a computer. Yeah, I don't, I don't think know if that's possible. do Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I mean, they they brought back um, all of like the special needs kids. Yeah, uh, I Like my I eight think year old's this been. Week.
1: My eight year old's been in for like a month. Now. That's good. So he's been. They brought them back first.
0: Yeah. So I i don't i don't know how that is set up Mm -hmm. i have a friend who teaches at the school that might um might know Mm -hmm. but i haven't really gotten a chance to yeah
1: yeah figure that out i will say our kids were home from school last week because they had a cold They all got tested for COVID, which was a traumatic experience, and now they're afraid of Q-tips. But Q-tips are scary, though. Right? Well, especially the like foot-long ones that touch your brain. I loved
0: your yeah. I loved (laughs) when you told me that story before, and Mm -hmm. you were like, I had to hold my child down because they tried to touch his brain.
1: Literally had to hold my eight-year-old down. He was traumatized. I mean, he got over it, but um, anyway. So with all the rules and things like, if they have a cough and the sniffles you either stay home for two weeks or get a Go negative test result so we went and got a negative test and we kept them home last week because they were they were like they, they had were a cold. sick they, were they legit. just
0: weren't sick with covid exactly
1: they were just sick with a cold because it's fall and the seasons are changing and that's what happens every year people Everyone get sick like such as house, life. had
0: yeah. a mild cold sure nothing yeah
1: somebody's got the sniffles and a little bit of post-nasal drift and a cough like this is going to happen. But, anyways, no COVID in our house, just a cold. So, they were home last week, and I was like, okay, so what do we need to do to keep them up um, with school? You know, because I don't want them to miss, you know, five lessons or four lessons of math. And me and my daughter are so much alike in so many ways, but so different when it comes to academics. Like, the way that her brain works is completely opposite of how my brain works and I'm trying to teach her first grade math and like she's just staring at me like I don't understand and I'm like I don't know how else to explain this to you like I could not be an elementary school teacher I can't but I'm like, okay. And so I just step back and I'm like, all right, we're going to try again tomorrow. Because. Right. <laughs> and I had this conversation with my husband and he's like, you just think differently. Yeah. Like. You- I have that problem yeah. with my nine year old. I was
0: trying to help him do this math problem and he was trying to divide 50, 500, no, 5,000 divided by 50. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to explain to him that you could cross out the zeros in each mm-hmm. number and simplify the math problem. Mm hmm. He was just like, (laughs) he was, I, he could not, I tried to have him divide every other combination of five something by five something to get him to 5,000 divided by 50 Nope, and it was just not happening. And I was just like, I don't know how to tell you how to do this. And I'm like drawing the. (laughs) With the little bridge looking dude where it's the curve with the straight line. <laughs> yeah and putting 50 on one uh-huh. side and putting 5,000. Yep. And he's just like, I'm like, Have you seen this before? Do you know what this is? And he was like, Yeah, I know what that is. And I'm like, Okay, we'll do the math and figure it out mm-hmm. from here. And he was just like, What do I do first? And I was just like, I gotta go, man. <laughs> yeah,
1: I can't. I can't. Never yeah, mind. Yeah. I was lucky all through school. I didn't. I'm not, like, exceptionally smart, but I didn't have to try or study very much. Like, it just, things just made sense to me, I Mm -hmm. guess. So Mm -hmm. I didn't really struggle. And I think that's how my six-year-old son is. He gets bored because he picks it up so quickly. And Mm -hmm. so I'll see him playing with Legos, and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, well, I did all of that work, and it was supposed to take me another half an hour, but I'm done now. And I was like... I mean, okay. Like, that's what? Exactly, what do I do? Like, that's exactly what my six-year-old is like. He yeah. is
0: the same. He, yeah. I'll go into his room and he's literally like wearing a bucket on his head and swinging a sword around. Yeah, because he's and bored. And I'm just like, "What are you doing?" And he's just like, "I finished my math assignment, and we still have 20 minutes of break." Right. Yeah. And I'm just like, "All right, cool. Be careful." Yeah. What else do you do? Take like, the bucket off. And all go right. back to what you're doing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so my twins could not be any more different either. And it's funny because my boy twin will try and explain to my girl oh, twin. Oh, man. And he's just like, it's just like this. And I was like, I know, Coop. I know. Like, I know, buddy. She like, does and And she, she's, she's just like... It, she just it, it doesn't work our brains work differently it's not gonna it does not compute does not compute yeah right so yeah um so we'll see as time goes on and things get harder and oh, i mean there's six you know like and you're already stuck with one right? i mean like, that's
0: not good yeah i'm
1: so screwed as they get older like there's there's zero way that yeah
0: <laughs> my older child this is a very pretty recent development so the Mm -hmm. nine-year-old me coming to a head with him where like i can't figure out the best way to explain math to him Mm -hmm. um it didn't used to be like this like i used to be able to look at what he was working on and sort of like give him direction that he would would come to the right conclusion on his own you know and um but now that he's in fourth grade which for me was like a turning point in math fourth grade was Uh, when i really felt like i started to struggle with math okay um i remember that because i use math every single day of my life now of course i do um and i feel like i can remember the things that I struggle with now. Like I kind of remember when I back learned then, them yeah. and this was when it started for me. Uh, um, so I can tell, and it's not the stuff he's working on, like division, like the problem I was just giving, like I didn't have trouble doing that problem. before. No, yeah, But, but I don't recall it being easier, difficult for me, you know, learning the method of doing that. So like sure. it's hard for me to figure out, what's going to happen with me and him in the future when it comes to, especially math for me. Um, But I don't know. I mean, he's naturally, he's very good at math. It's just, like you said, the brain, his brain, he he figures out math. There are times where he'll look at a math problem and he'll be like, oh, the answer is 725. Sure. And I'll just be like, how did you get that answer? And he was like, well, and he'll he'll give an explanation, which is correct. Mm Mm-hmm. The answer's correct. It's just not the way I thought it through It's myself. a totally different thought process. Well,
1: we learned math very different than they learned math now, too. Yeah. So it's also difficult to, to yes. explain that. Totally. And that's how we've always done it. Who? I don't even remember. I don't, I don't... I gotta go back to, like, my grade school years. I don't even remember who all my teachers were.
0: Well, okay. I had... We're gonna do this, you guys. Are you ready? <laughs> I had Miss Bowman... In kindergarten, and the other one was Miss Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, then I had Miss Walenta. I had, Walenta. had Reynolds,
1: who's Deluga now, but yeah. Yes, she uh-huh. is, yeah. I, I had Esposito for first.
0: Yeah. Um, and then for second grade, I had Miss Marcotte. So did I. I had Miss Desmet for third grade.
1: I don't remember third the grade.
0: The other third grade teacher was that, like, young blonde-haired lady. I don't remember her name. Mrs.
1: Drew. I didn't like third grade. Specifically, I remember disliking oh, I third, like grade. third grade. I didn't like third grade either. You probably had Miss Desmond then. I think I did. I, I distinctly remember not liking third grade. Anyways. I, I had Mr. Cross. Well, yeah, we both did.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then I had Miss Nielsen for fifth grade. I had Tayden. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. her. Uh-huh. She had perfect all the time yes that's
1: probably a wig right (laughs) it was i think so at least that's what we all assumed (laughs) yeah back in the day yeah i distinctly remember disliking third grade possibly math actually and i'm good at math. miss
0: desmond well that was the first grade i think where they shuffled us for the subjects yeah and she taught the the honors math or whatever because i had her for math specifically remember that and so, yeah, you probably I did have not negative like third memories grade of math, Desmond.
1: And I wound up—I mean, I'm—I'm I'm a CPA by trade. Like, math is my thing. I took like AP Calc and like Calc three in college. Like, Ugh. math is totally my thing. But yeah. I specifically remember disliking third grade math of all. I things.
0: hear you, man. I hear you.
1: I. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm sure. Let's drink like some either. more.
0: What do we have next here, Lauren?
1: This one is Arctic ale it's a bourbon barrel aged english barley wine with cinnamon and orange whoa yeah right again this is one i've never had either there's a lot of words
0: on that can there's
1: a lot of words and it's a 12 ounce can so it's also a 15.3 apv abv
0: (laughs) i'm glad we drank this one second yeah You c- yeah whoa it smells like cinnamon
1: right it's a heavy cinnamon roll holy heavy. cow it's
0: like a bi- piece of gum <laughs> big red oh i don't know if i'm gonna it be able to get past like, that smell. it smells like
1: the holidays or something like a, it'd be a candle
0: yes definitely or like uh like cookies like christmas cookies yeah like
1: so like like the red hots and christmas cookies oh my goodness right doesn't
0: it my i think my sinus is just cleared
1: <laughs> i mean there's a there's a bonus All right, I'm going to try it. My My, eyes are watering. It totally, it smells like some sort of fragrance.
0: Okay, so in my head when I took a drink, I was like, please, for all that is good in this world, do not taste like you smell. Because I couldn't handle that. (laughs) It is definitely milder than the smell lets on.
1: Fair, but it's heavy cinnamon taste, too like very it says it's cinnamon and orange but that cinnamon overpowers the orange i don't even taste orange wow in this. i just taste cinnamon like
0: i wouldn't even if i'm really sorry i wouldn't even be able to tell you what type of beer this was if you gave it to me without mm-mm. telling me because the flavor of cinnamon is so strong i would just be like it's a cinnamon
1: beer and the sad <laughs> part is i really like barley wines barrel aged barley wine specifically like i enjoy this one to me is so much cinnamon that is i just can't get over the cinnamon
0: it's insane and you're right you know i like barley wines too and i mean we had that blue island beer company Mm -hmm. the rye barley wine which is something i'm trying to get for my keezer that Um, would be good it's gonna be my third keg Maybe, mm-hmm. if I feel like getting involved in the beer industry again. Which, which was a very taxing process so far. So that's all I'm going to say. Um,
1: anyways, we, we like the style.
0: Yes, but this is crazy, you guys.
1: Yeah, so much cinnamon. I'm trying to like take small <sighs> sips of this and hold my... So it,
0: do we got to Kentucky chew this thing? Right? Like, do I got to like <laughs> hold it in and take a tiny... Yeah, Brandon, yeah. you're welcome.
1: I've retained knowledge. She remembered, the, yeah, she remembered I something you taught her. I said that
0: to my husband recently. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, don't forget about the Kentucky Chew, And he was just like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, do you not drink bourbon? Mm. And he was like, I like bourbon. And I was like, ew, well, you don't know anything, <laughs> which is totally not true. He definitely knows about bourbon, but he did not know that phrase. He knew the process. Fair. He didn't know the phrase. Okay, days.
1: drink the beer similar to how you would drink the bourbon. Like, really kind of slosh it around in there. I mean, it's you better. Get, right, it's better. I'm still saying it's too much cinnamon. But you get more of that style of beer taste to it. Yes. When you just I sip can- it. You get all just cinnamon.
0: I can feel it in my like inhale, exhale, like yeah, like uh, aftertaste. I get definitely more. I feel the barley wine. Yeah. Um. Man, I don't know, dude. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> all right. Well, that was a very fun experiment.
1: <laughs> uh, it was worth a shot. I, I mean, I like. I've liked. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot I have. I might we still should... have a Vlad sitting I was around. gonna say we should have opened a Vlad. Right. I might oh, have a Vlad. Oh man.
0: Ooh. Yeah, yeah, we next time. Sorry, hailstorm. <laughs> next time we'll drink Vlad. Um, but you know, I I I always love trying something I haven't had yeah, before. Me too. Um, even beers that just come off as strange or different or oh, aren't my sure. cup of tea. I you know, hey man, you don't know until you try.
1: Yeah, I mean, I tried the cheesecake cream ales, even though I don't typically like the style, because I was like, this is different. Maybe the flavor will get me kind of over that style. Plus, like. I don't know. It's just like food. Like I like trying new and different things from all different places. And, you know, of course you've got your standards that, you know, you can go into any bar and order something and you're going to like it. Right. But if you can pick up a can of something that you've never had before, I would be way more apt to do that than to get a safe beer that I can have whenever and that I've had a million times. Right. I'm totally. I'm definitely more likely to order something new and different and give it a shot because you never know it could be your next favorite beer right you'll never know if you didn't try it so
0: well on that note um you know thanks everybody for joining us and what listening to us sample two uh extremely interesting flavored beers uh tonight thank you hailstorm for giving us this little uh taste adventure that we got to go on i'm i'm very pleased with that um and uh, thanks again for listening, you guys. We're Parenting by the Pint, and you can find us by that name on your favorite podcasting app and on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, keep listening, and we'll keep making episodes. And, uh, you know, have a good uh, day. Have a good night. Have Whatever a good Whatever this is
1: in your, in your day, in your travels, in your week, have an excellent rest of your yep. day. Thanks for joining us. Yep. Bye.